Hello everyone, thank you for joining us for Adventures by the Slice. I am Megan from NC Play. And I am Anthony, the owner of V Pizza and Flask Cocktail Bar. As always, we are sharing slices of North Carolina's food fanship and industry, from what's happening around town and trending on social to what's going on in the kitchen and bars of some of your favorite places to eat and indulge. And it is our second show. Anthony, I got and I <laughs> Anthony and I got tons of great feedback and love from so many people. Thank you for listening and sharing. Oh yeah, yeah. We are super hyped to be doing this again. We are also live on iTunes and Spotify and Google Podcasts. How cool is that? Actually, Anthony, we are live on pretty much every platform that has podcasts. Whoa. Yeah, my team worked super hard and super fast to get us on everything. So that feels pretty cool. Yeah, that is super cool. Just me telling friends that it's up, I feel like um, we've got some cool feedback from, from friends and, and things of that nature. We are super hyped to be doing it again. This is going to be my favorite type of show. I'm going to be asking Megan some fun follower questions. We've got the bowl sitting in front of me with a ton of questions that we've gathered and Dell has. I do not know what it's like. Yeah, me neither. We're not gonna be able to even decipher them because Dell just writes with his feet. We'll try to figure out what he said. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're hyped. But don't think I'm not gonna turn these questions around and get your answers to Anthony. Everybody wants to hear from Anthony. Basically, every time I post a picture of you, I've told you this before, my DMs blow up. Oh, I appreciate that. I think, and they are all from ladies. <laughs> it's it's funny because usually, I, I, as I told you last week, there was an issue with with one of your giveaways where there was like that bot account. Yeah. And I had to, I sent you screenshots from numerous people where they were like, "Hey, we know you're friends with Megan, and she's too famous to check her DM. We figured we would ask you." <laughs> so that happened a lot this so week. So you're basically my secretary. Yeah, I'm like I'm I'm NC Eat and Play groupie, which is pretty cool. <laughs> The other major thing I want to talk about today is looking back at some of my recent adventures. The Hoot Nanny is a big one, obviously. Carowinds, and we had a really fun newcomers event together. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to hear about Carowinds. Um, it's something that I don't really know a ton about, but I love amusement park. I'm definitely you guys should have heard him practicing how to pronounce Carowinds before this. We'll get to it. Oh, smart. I also want to make sure that we take some time to share a story that I have. I'm hearing from some local businesses that have shared how they've been struggling to keep afloat, and I won't share exact names, but I really want to spend a moment to chat about how big of a risk it is to open a business, especially a restaurant. People sacrifice their time, money, and oftentimes their sanity. And lately it feels like they can't catch a break. Yeah, I think that that is an awesome conversation to have. Let's start there. This is a segment that we have. It's going to be called What's Really Going On, right? It will allow us to discuss critical slices of what's happening in the restaurant industry. Let's do it. Let's 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 talk about taking a risk to open a restaurant, right? I definitely think that risk is a good word for it. It definitely takes a lot of guts. And you would know. Yeah, maybe, but but not even talking about like me personally, right? I think that just just doing this type of industry in general could definitely be it, it but there's certain things like anything else, right? There's certain sacrifices that you probably have to make to want to make this kind of your career path, right? Well, listen, I am someone who, the idea of working in the restaurant industry sounds horrible. Like, absolutely, I cannot imagine <laughs> something worse, <laughs> to be honest. This is a genuine question, Anthony. Why do you do it? Like, what is it that draws you to this? Because I think it's clear that this is not just like a small portion of your life. This is your passion. 
This is what you do and you live for it. And I don't understand it, but I want to. Man, I appreciate you saying that. I think that for me personally, like the truth is, I don't know if I was smart enough to do anything else. The restaurant was my first job. I started as a busboy and it kind of just drew me in, right? I think that being able to kind of dip your toes in a lot of different things, whether it be like talking to a family and meeting guests and learning the food side of it and kind of like the camaraderie that's built in a restaurant. I knew at a young age that I probably wasn't going to be able to, to step away from this type of stuff, right? I, I've tried to have like a, like quote unquote, like normal jobs, like nine to five type deals. Uh-huh. And it's, it's not for you. No, it's just not Some people me. are just made for this life. I, some of the negatives I think are probably just more like personal base, right? Like trying to, you're always working nights, you're working weekends, yeah. you're working holidays, right? Absolutely. Trying to find a personal life and balance that maybe can be a little bit difficult. But you know what it's like, you deal with all these restaurants on a daily basis and these business owners that, that definitely kind of put their trust in you and what makes you so, Kind of like, it's kind of so valuable in this space is like you kind of build a personal relationship with these business owners, right? We definitely lean on you. I tell people all the time that you're kind of like a therapist, right? Where I can come to and ask you and, and, and probably divulge a little bit too much of my personal life. And I just know that, that I can come to you for that. And I'm not the only one. Well, I appreciate that a lot. And that, I don't know, that takes me into something that I do want to touch on. It's kind of hard to talk about because this is a good, good friend of mine who started out as just a business colleague. But the other day, uh, I did some work for them recently. They're a regular client of mine and I sent some invoices and asked just how business is going. And it wasn't, it's honestly not going well. And unfortunately, nobody would really know that because they're doing great. What you would think is doing great. They get tons of business, people love them, but this owner, this business owner, he's on his own. Like he cannot, find staff and he is doing everything and you know what he told me it was awful he was like Megan I am just so tired and he was like and I hate to say it because I have put everything into this business I love this business but I am so tired and oh my gosh I felt awful and at that point I took my business hat off and I was like don't worry about the invoices don't pay just like let me know how I can help you because well we're friends now and it's this is his livelihood and when you can't find staff like that I know that he wakes up at the crack of dawn every day to go in and prep all of the food on his own, get everything ready, serve everyone throughout the day yeah. by himself, and then he closes up by himself, probably comes home right before his kids are about to get to bed. Oh my God. And he's just, he's tired. And yeah. I, I don't know what's going to come of this, honestly. I know that at the end of the day, for me personally, I'm still going to support and help him as much as I can, even though right. he's not a regular client. And maybe, maybe all of a sudden he's going to find some awesome staff and he's going to pull out of this. Maybe he's going to have to close. Maybe, I don't know what's going to happen for him. And I just hate the unknown and I can't imagine how he feels about it. Is his, is his, his specific issue is a staffing issue where he's, he's yeah. just not able to get people he's, absorbed? He is so tired. Yeah. Hearing, hearing what you just kind of said, we definitely hear different variations of this all the time, right? Like I'm, I'm in a couple of, just like tech change with, with some buddies that, that are in the restaurant space as well. I think... To all those advertising people out there and, and even even like some of your colleagues and other kind of like social media influencers and people in that space, I think everyone kind of just needs to remember that it's still hard for restaurants and bars out there, right? Yeah. I know that 18 months ago, everybody knew that like 
we were going to do nothing but show compassion to the restaurant industry and to the service industry, right? And it was, yes. and, and, and it was, it was, it was like the, like almost like, uh, I don't know, there's maybe a better word for it, but it was like the hip thing to do, right? Like we're going to yeah. support for restaurants sure. and we're going to do it. And now, I mean, obviously like, like, like everything else, there's a little bit of fatigue just from every single part of COVID. Uh-huh. People are just, they definitely feel like they've done their part and they have, right? This yeah, there's isn't no say, like cutesy little hashtags anymore. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And this isn't to say that, Hey, look, our community hasn't done their part, but like, it's just not over. Right. And this is such a relevant example, right? Where 24 months in, 26 months in, whatever this is, it's still, it's still an issue every day, right? Where for, where for this guy or, or guy or girl, whatever it is, their issue, number one, maybe staffing for other people, it's keeping their doors open. It's, it's the rising cost of, of yeah, goods absolutely. and it's, you know, just, just trying to get people to fill up the restaurant. And that, before right? the pandemic, I was trying to help him find a spot for a second location. Really? Yeah. And so now he's telling me I'm just tired. A lot of it, a lot of it can really come down to kind of like, it's really just timing, right? Yeah. Sure. There, there's a lot of solutions that, that maybe marketing can solve or that, you know, this, this great new menu item can solve. But a lot of it, if, if the timing isn't right for it, the rest of it just doesn't make sense. It's Absolutely. kind of irrelevant. Right? Yeah. I think for me, it's pretty much always about timing. You'd be surprised. Sometimes I work with brands who I assume are going to have a huge budget and it's yep. actually very tight because they are still trying to recover. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes I work with some smaller businesses and we are able to kind of work together like you and I, we're right. partners and we've kind of been able to work together to find a win-win. And so every business, every restaurant is different. And I think that's important for everybody to realize. We had something recently where someone that I know personally that isn't, you know, a, a sort of an advertising space, they had reached out to me a while ago and said, hey, you know, we would love to ha- have you advertise with us. And obviously, I, you know, we sat down with them and we kind of crunched the numbers. And even for us, like, thank God, we're, you know, knock on wood, we're doing relatively well. Yeah. But even that, that, that because of the timing of it, it was something that unfortunately, this is all real time. This is like two weeks ago, right? We had to tell them, yeah. hey, look, I want to work with you. And I see the value in what it is that you bring to the table. But right now, right this second, the timing just doesn't make sense for us. We see it on both ways, right? The same way that we're yeah. trying to keep our doors open, the advertiser is as well, right? Yeah. Absolutely. They need clients for them to be able to grow and kind of, and, and not only grow, but just kind of maintain and sustain the has staff yeah. and, and things of that nature. From all ends, right? Whatever, where, whatever we were struggling with 18, 24 months ago, it's not done, right? It's, Absolutely. Thank God it's we're in a better place than we were back then, but it's definitely not over, right? Yeah, for sure. And I think that always brings me back to what my brain manager, Dell, always, always says to me in our meetings is, you're always looking for a way for everybody to win. You're looking for yep. a win-win. And I think that everybody's gonna be okay <laughs> if we're working together and we're just always looking for that win-win. Yeah, I mean, no, that, that, that's definitely a good way to word it. We're like, even when me and you, when me and you, when we try to like plan, let's say like a month or like a quarter out in advance, uh-huh. it's always, even me, I'm, I'm always trying to have like that, that conversation in my head where it's like, Megan and her team do so much for me and, and our brands, but also like, how are we able to give back, right? Like, how are yeah. we able to also make sure that you're growing your platform, that we're being kind of like cognizant to whether it be a business owner that I know or just someone in the space and be like, hey, everyone needs to understand that like, Megan isn't just, she's not just going out and eating food and then posting the story, right? There's a lot more <laughs> that goes into it than that. But a lot of times, because even me just a couple of years ago, I wouldn't have probably realized the amount of work and kind of time and energy that goes into right. it behind the scenes. And now that we kind of work together, it definitely opened my eyes to where now, not just you, right? All the other, all the other influencers in the space, uh-huh. it's a lot harder than just, hey, do you want to go out to dinner, right? 
Like, yeah, absolutely. And, and that's what I would have thought before, yeah. too. It's like, oh, that person gets to eat for a living. How cool is I that? I mean, when we were done with that event on Sunday, you had sent me pictures that you were editing like 12 hours later, right? I mean, my day is done. I was literally watching basketball. We were talking about basketball, and you were like, hey, by the way, I'm, I'm still editing pictures so I can send you some stuff. And Thank it's like, you. Man, I mean, <laughs> the recognizing. Yeah, I mean, the, the editing pictures part of it is not, that's probably not like, a top three thing that you do, no, but it's still it's something that you're doing 12 hours into the night, right? Yeah. Um, it, it's 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 for us as a business too, outside of the outside of the marketing side to realize, hey, what can we do to make sure that we're giving back and that now you want to continue working with us, yeah. right? Because it's a two way street. Two way street. Yeah. That's a good good way to put it. All right, moving on to what's trending events. Always trending, thankfully, because I love a good event. Yeah, thank God. Me too. The last time that we got on here, we were, what, we were probably like a few days before the Spring Hoot and yeah. Foodie Festival, and I definitely want to start by talking that, right? So, yes. first things first, the weather held up. It was not rainy. Um, thankfully, it was, it was not rainy, but it, it was, was probably chilly. like chilly. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really get to experience it because like the oven kind of keeps me like on my Yeah, that's true. But there were definitely. Yeah, I mean, it was probably it was like the coldest day of spring yet. Was it? Yeah, it was cold. And the, the good thing about that is I got to wear a cute outfit. Smart. Because if Same. it was if it was <laughs> yeah. warm, I was gonna have to wear an NC plate T-shirt. Okay. I mean, we still would buy a cool. T-shirt, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had uh, I had on ripped jean jorts. Yes. And cowboy boots that I wore for all of like three and a half minutes, and then I had to take off. But well, I mean, people yeah. noticed it. Did they? Yeah, my brother oh, was like, did you see that. Anthony's cowboy boots? And I was like, he wasn't wearing cowboy boots. Yeah, I took them off pretty quick. Well, yeah, three yeah, minutes, yeah. it made an impression, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, so we had it at, uh, you held it at Phillips Farm. Yes, which was perfect. Literally incredible. I was worried, well, I wasn't worried at all, actually, because we had our fall one there. Yeah. But in the fall, they had all oh, their pumpkins out everywhere. It just felt like autumn. Yes. And so I was wondering how the spring one was going to come together, but it was just, it was I beautiful. mean, Phillips Farms is just gorgeous. Yeah. You, you look at it, it's so rustic. There's all like those hay and like what they were kind of build with, they, they built that stage with, what is it, like a wagon or something? Yeah, it was an antique wagon. We had a banjo player and a fiddler on an antique wagon. So. Legit and incredible. There were so many people that came out. Um, a lot of people. Yes. <laughs> it was a Which little a bit hard. Point. Yeah, it was hard for my team to keep up. But honestly, we're learning and we're going to continue to improve. But what made me the most proud was that the vendors just handled it like champs. The lines just, they were consistent. There yeah. were a lot of people there and they all wanted to try the food. And these vendors were just pumping out food all night long. And they were all, they all, like, so many of them messaged me afterwards talking about how much fun it was. Really? And I was like, you are amazing. Like, you just have such a good attitude. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we got to reach so many people. That, that's what's most and important. That's what's, right? Yeah, that's what's important. Of course, we're going to always be improving for the attendees. But yeah. the vendors having such a good time. That, that meant a lot to me. And I mean, look, obviously, if you're going out, you want to set the expectation, right? Like, hey, I bought this ticket to the event. And honestly, a big part of it is, is it going to be busy? Like, am I at something that, that I feel like is culturally relevant, right? There's a thousand people out in the farm in Cary. You did something right, right? They had you're a good right. time. They were able to experience it. It was a lot of <laughs> Thank fun. Thank you for saying that. My I mean, brand manager said that to me on the phone. Yeah. I, was I mean, even <laughs> like, obviously, like, a hard time. we had pretty long lines for people waiting for pizza. And when, as soon as, whenever they got to the front of the line, there was no, like, it wasn't like despair in their eyes and they were frustrated. It's like, yeah, hey, I waited online. I'm happy to try this food. I got, That's you know, awesome. I, got, I got a glass of wine. I got a yeah. beer with me, whatever it is. I mean, these people That's are That's what Hoot is all about. Literally. I Made mean, possible by our awesome sponsors. I do want to make sure that we take a second to shout them out because yeah, it would not have been possible without them. Cheerwine, obviously, our, our title sponsor. We're amazing. Field Day, Jim Allen Group, Flask, of course. Shut up. And then Social House Vodka. They were all amazing to have there. 
Yeah, we had so much fun. I, I definitely think that, our, that the team, at least me personally speaking, the team at Flask, we had so much fun seeing them with Rosé and the Hay. I really cannot wait for the full one, right? We're going to be doing it again in the fall, you're going to do oh, something? yeah. Yeah, cannot wait. And then, somehow, I feel like the Hootenanny ended, and then like six hours later, there's a post-up and you're on your way to Carowinds, right? I don't even know how you were able to pull it out. I don't know how I did that, but somehow we did it. Carowinds invited our family to come highlight their state wine celebration, which is happening through May 8th. And you asked me about this before the show started. Yes. You did not know that Carowinds is on the state line. I, unfortunately, I did not. I've never <laughs> been to Carowinds, but I love seeing that picture. You had you posted a lot of cool things on Instagram. Um, obviously, Harrison, he posted something, a cool little blog on the website about roller coasters. Yes. Harrison posted something. I'm going to read it. It's awesome <laughs> that you guys. <laughs> it is awesome that you guys were able to experience that. Yeah. Give me like a like a top three. What what kind of the top three parts of, of your trip to Carowinds? Yes. At the state line celebration, they in Carowinds they. Have have an actual state line like they have highlighted the border of north and south carolina you okay. can like stand in both states Sick. and along this line they had all these booths set up and it's highlighting different iconic foods in north carolina and i tried one called sonker say it again sonker s-o-n-k-e-r okay and it's like a traditional north carolina dessert that's somewhat like a pie meets a cobbler and it was so delicious really yeah oh that sounds and I, I mean i was born and raised in north carolina 13th generation <laughs> and i had never had songer before a so songer. this was cool that they even introduced me to something yeah that sounds dope yeah so that was really fun burnt end sliders were delicious sounds we had incredible. a good time eating through carowinds actually and then uh, the majority of the roller coasters or all of them harrison went on solo correct because you don't go on oh yeah i don't yeah, I don't do roller Are you scared? Oh, yeah. Oh, you won't go on any roller coaster. Well, what if okay. it doesn't go upside down? It's not the upside down, it's the drops. I'm terrified of heights. Really? Yeah. I actually love going fast. And I love like small drops just enough to like give me a little whoop. But, okay. <laughs> but not those kind. Wait, what's I would have thrown up all of the state line celebration food. What's the biggest roller coaster you've ever been on? The biggest roller coaster, probably like like state fair rocket level? roller coaster at Disney World. Oh, I've heard that. California Screamin' in California. Both. Wait, those I are legitimate cried. roller coasters, though. Yeah. Oh, you've done it. Oh yeah. But now you're to done. impress people, aka Harrison. Harrison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now that I've been married seven, he didn't years, know like the first two years. Yeah, I'm like, no, I don't need to impress you anymore. But they do. the The good news is that Carowinds has fun events and food festivals all season. I think this summer they actually have a big food festival that's more like eat around the world instead oh, of just okay, the cool. Carolina. So definitely go to their website and check that out because that, those are really fun times to go. The state line one probably still goes on for a little bit, right? Yeah, till May 8th. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and then after that, you were somehow still, I think all within like the same week, right? As we still talk about trends, we're still talking about what is trending and what's going on. Recently, this past weekend, um, you had a newcomer event that we helped run here at Flask and Burger Yes, right? that was relocating to Raleigh, my partner, Allison, through a really awesome newcomer event and I helped cover it. Sweet. She, Allison is great. She's a great friend and partner. She has a real estate firm who helps thousands of newcomers. So they really capitalize on I shouldn't say capitalize. They really embrace newcomers and okay. they try to help people learn to love living here, which is what I'm all about as well. Yeah. We held one before at, out on the patio. This was like a year ago, right? Yeah. Even me, like I, 
I mean, I've only been here for two years, so I still consider myself, especially with you know, pandemic stuff, somewhat of a newcomer, right? So Tell everybody where you moved. I I'm originally from New York City. I was living no. in Florida for a little, yeah. Your you accent does not sound at <laughs> all like New York City. Um, yeah, that's where I'm originally from, but then I, I migrated here from Florida, which wasn't for me. But yeah, I mean, Allison's group, I mean, even for me, just just during this event, right? Just being able to, you guys give everybody a cool little name tag. Everyone's able to kind of like introduce themselves without getting like too weird. It's just a cool way to network, right? I feel like definitely yeah. the Triangle is embracing a lot of people from other different areas. The Triangle is obviously blowing up, right? Oh yeah, yeah. To have these type of So events, these are really fun, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that are geared towards To celebrate that, right? good food, good drinks, thanks to our cocktail sponsor, Social House Vodka. Oh, That yes. was really cool. We had cocktails flowing. They did a great job. They brought out their entire marketing team. They helped my team at Flask kind of come up with some cool drink recipes. I think that everybody had a good time, right? And yeah. for that, the weather was sick. The weather yeah. was perfect. Seeing the connections being made is just the best part of those newcomer events. Not, you know, people meeting each other that came alone, which I think is the coolest thing in the Heck world yeah. when people show up alone. Because it, it, I don't go anywhere. That takes guts. Oh, yeah, I know. it takes such guts. I, I very, very recently was comfortable going like to a restaurant by myself. Where like, I, you know, it is yeah, what it is. Like I got to go sure. once myself yeah. sometimes, right? For people to come to an event like this, put their name tag on, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just go sit socialize. at a table with other strangers. Yeah, and which by is the end cool. of the night, they're all laughing and having a oh, good time together. Stuff. That's, yeah, no. you know, and I think, I think it's so cool because obviously that's what me and Allison are about, but we get to pull in these brands that are also about that yep. and create an avenue where Flask got to be involved, Social House Vodka got to be involved. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I, I definitely can't wait for the next one. I mean, Allison is always, it seems like she's always got something going on, right? So, oh, yeah. Yes, hopefully there's something um, soon on the horizon over the summer. But this is, if I'm being honest, I've been trying to rush through because I wanted to get to <laughs> this part of it. I'm it's Q&A time with Megan. This is all genuine. Wait. There is a little thing that's recording us. There is a bowl here. I have no idea what's in any of these questions except for one because I needed to see if I knew Dell's handwriting and I do but he might stumble a few times yes once or twice I've got a bowl full of questions can you I'm hear that for us yeah. all those questions this is happening in real time okay you must answer them honestly okay how many times are you going to wrestle okay here we go all right <laughs> oh this is actually a good one. Oh, man no. right off the bat oh, heavy hit gosh what okay. food do you dislike the most uh that's an easy one really yeah mustard <laughs> <laughs> That's not even Without a food. A doubt. Wait, wait, oh, mustard is food. You, you eat it. You digest it. That's the most specific answer. <laughs> I think I think that mustard is the worst really taste on earth. I will like it. if you made me something yeah. and you put mustard on it and yeah. you gave it to me and you said, Megan, I'm so excited for you to try this and I bit into it and I didn't know there was mustard on it, I would gag. Really? I would insult you. It would be an accident. It's involuntary. I cannot swallow mustard. I'll take Chick-fil-A sauce. Further. Hate it. I hate ketchup, mayo, mustard. I don't mess with any of them. Honestly. Wait, are you serious? I swear to God, Me I'm too. Like, I hate them. Literally, I hate condiments. I hate condiments. I've never met somebody else Wait. who hates all condiments. You could ask anyone here. They know. Do not Ketchup, mayo, and mustard. I hate them all. Mayo is probably scary to me. Yeah, like I don't even... It's weird. Oh. Yeah, I don't like it. What do you eat on your sandwiches? Everybody asks me that. Some, I some say, give me some like aioli or some extra oil. Virgin or, yeah. Oh Yo, that's why I like those yes. breakfast sandwiches at the newcomer so event so much. There was no... Some people like, hey, like, what's the sauce for? Nothing. All right, there we go. Yeah, First one cool. in the books. Me and Megan. <laughs> oh, come on. This is a stupid one. <laughs> I'm skipping this one. Okay, I'll take it. Let me read it. <laughs> Jeez. I'm so glad I grabbed this. It says, why do you think Anthony is single? Why do you think Anthony <laughs> is single? Okay, all right, go. 
Why do I? Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, Del, I'm gonna kill you. Alright, give I, me a quick answer. I, okay, quick answer. <laughs> so quick answer wrong. because you work a lot. Perfect. Okay, good answer. Next. Okay, I have no answer. Be specific. Who? Which restaurant owner do you hate the most in the triangle and why? No, that is not a question. That, you <laughs> that is not a question. Is there one restaurant? Oh, this is a good one, and I have an answer too. Is there one restaurant that you've been dying to try but haven't yet? Oh yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. Let's. I see. think I know what's on the top of your list. What? I think that yours is going to be La Santa. No, I've had La Santa. You have? Do you follow me? No, 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 no. Oh no, I'm thinking of Cortez. Cortez. Wait, they're across yeah. the street from each other. <laughs> no, that's that's what I was thinking. Yes, Cortez is. Very Saint Cortez and do you know how to pronounce that? I don't even know if it's Saint Rock or Saint Roach. Saint oh no Ro idea. Saint R O C H. It's kind of like those, it's like those little chocolate balls, the Rochers. No, so I think it's Roche. Oh Roche, maybe. I mean, maybe. But both of those in downtown Raleigh. Yeah, both oh. of those. They both have really good seafood. Apparently, yes. really like chef-driven, delicious. I've been saying I'm going to try them for months. I, for one, have been to Cortez over. multiple times. Cortez is. And who sent you to Cortez? Oh, you did. Yes, ma'am. Uh, as, as everywhere. Make sure you in North Carolina. <laughs> LaRoque? Oh. It's LaRoque, according to Dell. So. Okay. There you have um, it, everybody. Man, what am I dying to try next? Scott Crawford just recently opened up yes. an awesome new restaurant out in Nightdale, mm -hmm. which I need to get to. Just Nightdale in general, I feel like there's a lot of cool things happening. Wait, did he um, open one in Nightdale or is it Clayton? Crawford Cook Shop is clean. I, hate, I mean, Scott Crawford's doing a lot of things. Yeah, he he's is. Open up a lot so of maybe he's got one at Nightdale too. No, a thousand. Crawford and Sons, I think, is in is in Nightdale. That's in Raleigh. Okay, we'll figure this out. Okay, we we'll have, figure it out. We'll let yeah, you know. But everything he touches is gold. There's something in Nightdale that he has that I that I need to be uh, okay. that I need to go try out ASAP. Um, next question is. Also, he's in RDU now. Did you? And he's about to be in the new. He's about to be in RDU. Yeah, he's also coming at um. In, in downtown Carrier. Fenton. Uh, yes. We'll have to talk about that one yeah, time. One That's going to be a really cool place. Okay, the next question is, you are Italian, right? So what is your favorite Italian place? This has got to be an easy answer. It's actually not an easy answer because it's really hard for me to find Italian outside of my mom's kitchen. Ooh, that I love. taking shots at everybody in the triangle. I know. <laughs> Let's see. I actually really loved Mothers and Sons. In oh, I've Durham. heard of Mothers and Sons. I've never been. Yeah. So their pasta is great. And then they also next door opened up, again, another word I don't know how to say. I always read it, but I don't say elementary. Oh. Elementary. What? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's like a bakery and they do sandwiches and stuff. It's in oh, Durham. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, so Durham's it's, got a couple big spots then. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they've, they've got some really good. And Molino then, is awesome. Molino, I know Molino is good. The the food is pretty good. I, I'd say I more go for the ambiance. Oh, yeah. Hang up by yeah. the fountain. The food pictures. is good, but I go for the pool. Got it. Yeah. Poolside dining. Yeah, it's just you go jumping in the pool yeah. halfway through dinner. <laughs> okay. What is the oh this is good. What is the strangest thing a follower has ever asked you? Oh I I wish I knew this question was gonna be asked because I would pull up the email. I wish I could find it. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I got an email about a month ago and it was this guy, I'm sure he's a, the nicest fella, but it was this older man and he was like, Hi Megan, like I love your page. I I'm having some trouble with an ex-girlfriend of mine, and I'm gonna take her out on a date. Was it me? <laughs> <laughs> he said. He said, but it's a little bit my fault too. My therapist says we're toxic for each other. 
<laughs> I mean, he was telling me his life story. Oh, My man. therapist says we're toxic for each other, but anywho, where's a restaurant I should take her to win her back? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yes. Let's move on. Okay, next one. Ready? What's your... Oh, okay, cool. What's your how to choose game plan when looking at a menu for a new place? Oh, man. Okay, how to choose game plan. Usually, what's going to photograph well... I see that on like Google reviews and Instagram and stuff. Like oh, my fellow foodies that I follow. I like things that are gonna look beautiful. You know, if it's like a porridge, it's not gonna look very appetizing, usually. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I usually ask the owner or the waitress, somebody to guide me. Like recommend you once. Do you try to, are you just always gonna be like, let's say like if you're a big like chicken sandwich person, are you always gonna lean towards a chicken sandwich if it's an option? Or will you try to be like, no, like that's not what this is all about. I'm there like there are certain menu items that if I see them, I'm like always- You have to get them. Like shrimp and grits, I'm like, give it to me. Really? Yeah, I've had so many different shrimp and grits. I don't like grits. It's not for me. I mean- I have nothing to say. <laughs> okay. Okay, next question. Oh, this is, oh, this is a good one. I know the answer, but this is a good one. Does your husband get jealous of your popularity? <laughs> No, not at all. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Harrison is mega introvert. But he's coming out now. I he mean, is. He's, he's, he's team clean stuff. Yeah, he's coming out. He he's definitely come out of a shell, but he does not like attention on him. Let's just say he loves writing vlogs. He right. would not want to do. We'll probably have him on the podcast sometime. Oh, I would love that. He'll be a champ about it for me. Probably he'd leading... prefer to be behind the scenes always. When we get close to the NBA finals, we should have him on for like a where's the best place to watch sports games and the trying Yeah, that'd be fun. Okay, next one is, do you want, oh, this is interesting. Do you want to do this work long-term, like NC player? Oh yeah, absolutely. There is no life in my future without NC player. Really? Ooh, yeah. That's what's up. Okay, cool. What makes a good restaurant to recommend? What makes it a good restaurant? Everything, good food, good service. Okay, good food, okay, ready? Service, I'll give you- Good ambiance. I'll give you two choices. Incredible food, okay service. Okay food, incredible service. You can only pick one. I pick food. Really? Yep. Wow. Okay. If you if you have not food, bad food, not lot. bad food. Okay food with incredible okay. service. Well, that's then that's a tie. No, no, you're, you already made your choice. Food. All right, food. Oh, okay. This is good. Who do you follow? Like, who do you follow in the space? Like, influencer wise, social media people wise. Oh, I shall tell you. Becky Eats World is a good friend of mine. She's getting married this summer at oh, nice. the Umstead and she's going to have a fabulous menu. I'm so excited. <laughs> she's a foodie, but Becky Eats World, she is awesome. NC Tripping is someone that I love to follow. We actually have very similar platforms with very different strategies. And so I would say when I first started in this space, we felt a little bit competitive with each other until we met. And oh, really? we became like best friends and now we just support each other and everything. And so I love following her. Do you, how you said how before you guys knew each other, you were afraid that there may be like some sort of like a synthetic rivalry. Do you get that sometimes? Do you feel like you have like rivals in the space? That's not a question on the piece of it paper. It is. No, I'm, I'm reading it right here. That's what this, okay. okay, maybe, kind yes. of. There is competition in any space. I feel like. This is my last question. This is a really good one. Okay. Would you ever own a restaurant in any capacity? It doesn't mean that you're there operating it every day, but would you ever own a restaurant? A silent owner? You don't have to be like silent. But I'd want to be silent. Oh, you would want to be silent? Yeah. Really? 
I think. Well, I don't know. What is silent? Silent means like <laughs> nobody even knows you're a part of it. Like unless like they're like searching through like the LLC. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think as like an investment opportunity and because I have a lot of love for the space. Yeah. Yes, but I would never step foot in with the the plant work. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I would not take a single order. Really? You wouldn't take a single order? You're gonna tell me if I was like, hey, we should go live one night and you're like a waitress at V Pizza. Uh, oh gosh. That would be sick. Don't give Dell ideas. That would be the busiest night if, of the if year. If you walked up to somebody and said, hey, I've got Megan here, she's never done this before, please be really nice to her and talk slow, I would do it. No, I mean, how many things can you order at a pizza place? Pizza. What do you really need to remember? Are you serious? I think that's sick. That's scary. Okay, cool. We'll do that. Oh. Live, live pizza with Megan. Well, song. then I'm gonna plant somebody to take an order from. Okay. Um, I thought that wait, was your last question. I want to do one more. Uh, oh, okay. This is really the last one because this is a good one. I'm almost done with the bowl. What is your worst dining experience ever? Oh. Wait, I need I need a second to think about that. I don't know. What's like a kind of a bad one? What's I, yours? Ooh, we got there relatively late. You know, like one of those things where like if the restaurant closes at like 11 and you get there at like 10.30 and it's like, hey, like what time do you guys close? And they tell you and you uh -huh. kind of want to like rush through. Yeah. They told me that it was probably like 45 minutes before close and they said they couldn't make anything hot. We were only able to get like salad. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't that type of place. That's the um, quickest thing I guess like actually my worst one was probably I got halfway through eating my chicken. It was pasta. So it was like smothered in sauce. I got yeah. halfway through it and realized it was raw. The chicken ones? Oh yeah. Jeez Louise. Oh my gosh, they treated me like a queen. Did they? They were like, please don't call the cops. It's not really a cop thing. But I know. That's all. I'm just being dramatic. Man, these were good. Okay, so this was this was a fun little game that I definitely want to do more of. Some of these questions are a little bit silly. Why but... do you think Anthony Siegel? Alright. Answer that one. And we are <laughs> wrapping up our second show. <laughs> 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 well, that was fun. Yes. Anthony I, and I want to thank you guys for listening. We hope it was informative and entertaining. And if you have a show idea or any questions to add to our bowl, please send them to our producers at info at mcetonplay.com. This podcast is produced by Mama House Partners and will be available on all podcast streaming platforms like Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Make sure to tap the notification button to stay updated. And of course, follow NC Play, V Pizza, and Flask Cocktail Bar for more of our personal slices on what we are doing. Yeah, until next time, thank you for listening to Adventures by the Slice with Megan and Anthony. See you later. See ya. Peace.